1: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's the holiday season, a time of overindulgence. If you're making the holiday party circuit or gathering with family or friends, there might be a ton of alcohol, mulled wine, hard cider, eggnog, you know, all the stuff. But drinking isn't for everybody, so I'm here with the rest of the CityCast team to round up our favorite Pittsburgh mocktails. It's Thursday, December 1st. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. During the holidays, I mean I eat way too much. Maybe we as a people, I don't want to like <laughs> myself eat too much. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> you know, a little maybe a little too much booze too. Um, but we got some ideas to help with the latter, not the eating, but with the booze. Um, I'm here with lead producer, Mallory Falk. Hello. Producer, Elizabeth Kama. Hi. And newsletter editor, Francesca Debecco. Hey. Do you guys like mocktails? I feel like they're a really great substitute for alcoholic beverages. And there's plenty of reasons that people, you know, pass on, on spirits.
2: Yes, I love them. For me, alcohol is a new indulgence. I am only recently legally able to drink, so Aww. I'm a little
0: bit of a baby. <laughs> a resident member of Gen Z here mm-hmm. on the CityCast team. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yes, have to represent, but um, I have a lot of experience perusing the Mokto menu, and I still look at it since I'm relatively new to alcohol and my tolerance is smaller, and, you know, I don't want to have a drink and then get behind the wheel.
1: And You know, there's a lot of reasons that, like, people don't drink. You can either not like it. It could be, you know, religious reasons. Um, maybe the state has asked you not so politely <laughs> to stop drinking. There's a lot of reasons.
3: Yeah, I, I personally, like, I'm not a huge drinker. I love... Just having like a fancy drink just to kind of feel like you're having a special moment. Um, but my partner, he's actually allergic to alcohol. Like he, um, he has an Asian background, so he gets that like really strong Asian flush, mm-hmm. um, and his body like just truly can't metabolize it. So um, that's why mocktails are a good option. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I mean, sometimes it's nice to just take a little break from alcohol, and also want to shout out pregnant people who aren't able to drink. I know that our own um, Megan Harris did a lot of mocktail research yeah. throughout her pregnancy. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's the reason that we've tried some of these mocktails. Um, I don't. What do you look for in in your favorite mocktail? I
2: feel like mocktails can't just be, like, a ginger ale and, like, a little bit of grenadine. Thank you. You're not a, not a Shirley
1: Temple stan over here? Not a I, Shirley Temple stan. I, I do stan. like Shirley Temples, but it is insulting if that is the only mocktail option. Very true. I will <laughs> still get down with the Shirley Temple, oh, not yeah, going to yeah. lie. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers.
2: Um, yeah, yeah but I just want a, a good mocktail. I feel like feels thought out. Like, it has a mm-hmm. concept. Um, it has effort put into it. Like, it's not just like, a, oh, we'll, put, we'll make one just in case someone doesn't drink. But I want it
0: to, like, feel complex, have adult flavors, um, not just... Ingredients you don't know what they mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you don't know, know how to fancy. pronounce. Yeah. And I think a good, uh, good rule
3: is, like, something you can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it to feel, you know, like a
1: treat. I like, like, herbs in it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. maybe you've, like, muddled something. Putting as much effort, you know, into that, yeah, as you would an alcoholic drink. So I like it to, you know, maybe have, like, a little... I don't know. A little sweet side, a little syrup, mm. a little like spritz, mm. a fancy straw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true. The straw can can do a lot of the work. The for straw does a lot. Make
1: it an yeah. occasion. Yeah, a yeah. metal straw though, right? We want to think Save about the turtles. The turtles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I also think in terms of thinking about a good mocktail spot, like a place to go out in Pittsburgh. Elizabeth, you kind of mentioned not just having one drink that's an afterthought, like a a place that has a full mocktail menu where there's more than one option. There's not Mm. just, yeah, the like sad ginger ale or I (laughs) think a lot of places do like a lemonade, which Mm. is nice and refreshing. But when you see that there's a multitude of options so that, you know, if your thing is something smoky, if your thing is something botanical, you can choose makes it um, a really good place to patronize
3: yeah i think that's a really good sign um because i am me and i love clever words i give bonus points if it has a fun name mm-hmm. <laughs> i mm-hmm. will 100 percent pick a drink because they have a clever pun in it
1: <laughs> let's talk about some of our our favorite uh mocktails francesca are there any places that that you really like to go to
3: Yeah, so rather than highlighting like one single delicious beverage, I want to tell you guys about where you can get all of the mocktails. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Pittsburgh's very first non-alcoholic bottle shop called The Open Road in Allentown. It has an array of bottles that mimic traditional spirits, wines, and beer, you know, minus the boozy parts. Mm. Uh, But they also have like cans and bottles of sparkling beverages with unique flavors, um, almost 300 products in in total, so yeah, it's a lot to choose from. Um, But the service there is really great, and um, you know, my favorite are the herbal-infused ones. and of course there's mixers. I got a really delicious hibiscus lavender syrup that mm-hmm. I love. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> collective like appreciation. A collective mmm. Yes, <laughs> highly recommend. I love to mix that with like some sparkling water and a splash of ginger beer. The shop is owned by Mel Babbitts, and they're just wonderful. If you check it out, tell them we sent you.
2: Oh, I,
3: you're making, you should
2: be a bartender just for mocktails though. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it does. Um, I love Onion Maiden's mocktails. Right um, across the
3: street, actually. Yeah. next Make time a little trip
2: Onion out Maiden. of it. Yeah, yeah. Make Get some groceries done and get some food. But my favorite thing at Onion Maiden is their leche lemonade. Uh, it is so good. It is, like, sour enough that, like, it feels refreshing. But then that sweetness comes in and cuts through it. It's really complex. You don't really... Get those flavors very often together, and it is definitely my favorite mocktail in Pittsburgh.
0: Elizabeth, I was at Onion Maiden recently, and I think I ordered, like, a hard cider or something, Mm -hmm. like, not super exciting— and then I saw this tray pass by with these non-alcoholic drinks. I don't remember what was in them, but they were like the prettiest shade of purple I've ever Ooh. seen mm. in the wild. Um, and I really regretted my my drink order. And I feel like that is the true sign of a good mocktail when yes. you're, you're like, oh, I regret <laughs> that I ordered the alcoholic drink.
2: <laughs> of course.
0: I, there haven't been a ton of
1: places that I've been to uh, yet where I've mm-hmm. had, like, you know... Because uh, sometimes on the menu, there's maybe one mocktail, maybe one or two things to choose from, and... um I don't know. They're not always the most inspired drinks. So I do have some recommendations from Megan, who is out on maternity leave, um, but she sent in some recommendations. She said her favorite is the strawberry mojito off menu. Ooh. Right. Mm -hmm. So I guess you have to know somebody. (laughs) Yeah, i got to ask somebody. (laughs) You got to do the wink wink Uh, at the Foundry and the Riptide at Hidden Harbor. She said they're both wistfully tropical headed into our Pittsburgh winter. So, I, I mean,
2: I need that. Something to get me out of that dreary, like, skies that we've been dealing with. The Something Pittsburgh
0: gray the is out yes. to place. Yes. Yeah. That seems very bright. Yeah. But, Morgan, I, I've i heard that the best place to get a mocktail is actually your own home kitchen. I have made some. Yeah, I mean for because I've I've had some not
1: terrible experiences, but definitely getting the we have ginger ale, you know, for mm-hmm. the mocktail answer. So I have like <laughs> gotten creative at home. I've made um recently. I made mango puree ooh, a little guava juice um, some seltzer water to make it like a little fizzy
3: mm-hmm. yeah so you're going to bring in some mocktails to the office right <laughs> I,
1: you know what that's a great idea and I should I'll blend them up and uh, yeah it would have been great for this episode a little, <laughs> but yeah. a
3: little pick me up I love we've, that we've got
0: our water bottles here <laughs> <close>. boring <laughs> I will say I have to shout out the mocktail menu at Yuzu it's this mm. great ramen spot downtown and we actually went as a team recently Recently, for a little team bonding lunch and to do some research for this episode Mm -hmm. and I was just really impressed they have a whole craft mocktail section on the menu so there is a variety of drinks um, and that includes dealer's choice just trusting the bartender to whip up something tasty I love that yeah we, we got to give like a little bit of guidance the waiter asked whether we like sweet spicy or sour so I went with something spicy Elizabeth I know you want the sweet route and we were both pretty delighted with our drinks yeah
2: it was delicious and i like the fact that you know even though it was dealer's choice we got to like say like hey i want something sweet because honestly for me i can't deal with the spice and i know i know (laughs)
0: elizabeth you described yours like a uh, like a rosemary hawaiian punch right which to me like i do not want my mocktail tasting like hawaiian punch but i can (laughs) respect those that do yeah we all have our own tastes um But I do think like the real star was Francesca's drink, which Mm. I tried a little sip of, the Let's Be Friends mocktail. It has oolong tea, Thai basil and Mm. orgea, which is an almond syrup with some orange flower in it. Um, And the basil flavor was just so Mm. nice in that Mm -hmm. drink.
3: It was. I would order that again easily. And it was the perfect pairing with your super savory like noodles, whether you're getting Mm -hmm. ramen. I had the peanut noodles. So it ran really, really well with that. Thank
4: you. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yin's and so will everyone else there be playful be imaginative explore your magical realm because this is a theme party you want to come dress to impress you must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum its art its education and all of its community outreach initiatives get your tickets now to the 25th mattress factory garden party They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org.
1: We're going to go some of the
2: honorable mentions for Mocktails in um, Pittsburgh. Kaya, the Caribbean restaurant in the Strip, has a bunch of zero-proof versions of drinks like Pina No Latta and (laughs) No Hito. So, again... Francesca,
0: it has some points with you. Yes. For punny name, Love it. <laughs> a, re- a restaurant after your own heart. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes. And, you know, speaking of wordplay, uh, Bar Botanico, uh, a little bit of alliteration for you there. It's a cocktail bar in Lawrenceville. Um, it makes individualized mocktails. So, like, they're special and tailored to you. Uh, so going back to that kind of making it a treat, making it special thing that uh, Morgan was talking about earlier.
3: That's so cool. Yeah. And sticking in the same neighborhood, Pusidi's Garden in Lawrenceville, um, it's a charming Thai restaurant, and it has a couple of mocktails on the menu that sound like too good not to try. Mm. Um, give it a chai. There
0: we are. with <laughs> See, I love this. <laughs> all you um, have to do is come up with a good bun, and our team is fully on board. <laughs> I,
3: I mean, yeah, you can take all my money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it has chai, ginger, lemon, and the Hips Don't Lie drink has coconut milk. Milk, lime, and vanilla, and the raspberry beret has raspberry shrub, lavender, and lemon. All of those sound amazing.
2: Delicious.
1: During the summer, Ada had Ada coffee uh down in Garfield. Ooh had this um they had like a little summer series going on where they have that little patio deck mm-hmm. beside it so they had like live music and they had these this mocktail menu um one of the people that works there is also like a bartender mm-hmm. so I think they they just kind of let them put it on which was really cool but they had an oolong time no see it was Ooh. <laughs> oolong tea peppermint lemonade and plum bitters mm. the one that I had which I, I kind of regret because it had me really buzzed on like caffeine like a little bit too much it was the uh, cold brew teeny and it was cold brew lavender vanilla shaken with condensed or oat milk Um, i want
2: to drink that right now it
1: was i mean it was it wasn't even a big cup and i really was like i had a couple sips and i was like oh man i might have uh, (laughs) done a little too much at seven o'clock and i don't
3: even know if i can go to sleep tonight that sounds perfect for me because i'm a big lavender oat milk latte stand.
0: Mm -hmm. it was really
3: good it was really good
0: so yeah, I guess we'll we'll keep our eyes on that at a location for more yeah. mocktail surprises. It might be something that that pops up when
1: uh, the weather gets warmer. Mm. Fingers crossed. Mm.
0: And I have a couple shout outs in the honorable mentions category. Um, one is Abteka in Bloomfield. The vegan mm. Polish restaurant has some really cool Polish drinks that I'm not sure I can pronounce correctly, which is a little bit shameful because way, way back my family is Polish, but, you know, kind of had to flee there. So <laughs> not as in touch with the language. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a um, non-alcoholic drink made from damson plums. And another is this um, fermented drink made with sour rye bread. And then there's also interesting sodas. I know we Mm -hmm. said like, you know, kind of lame when the cocktail is just ginger ale, but... When you have sodas like poppy seed soda and black pepper soda, I think those really take it to another level. Poppy seed pop. Poppy seed pop. Oh my gosh. Actually, I did say soda. This is. It's oh on
1: the no, menu like credibility.
3: I was copy pasting from the menu. I feel like
1: yeah, if there were like alarms that went off that like <laughs> signaled if somebody was from here, it's like now. Nah.
2: Yeah. Listen, I, I grew up here it. and I will proudly only ever say soda. Uh, yeah. You you get, out. <laughs> get out.
0: Get <laughs> out. Thank you, Francesca. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also want to shout out Spork and Garfield. I've never been there because it's a little pricey, but I was perusing their menu because they actually have a temperance menu that's Mm. all non-alcoholic drinks. And I think I'm going to have to stop by. Their drinks are made with non-alcoholic spirits, like zero proof Mm -hmm. gin and then this um, something called Seedlick um and then you know we talked about how if you can't pronounce the ingredients or you've never heard of them that's the sign of a really high level mocktail (laughs) yes and so these have things like aloe water spring onion syrup passion fruit mustard Mm. don't know what some of that means but um (laughs) i feel like that's that's a good sign that these are going to be some good mocktails so i might have to grab a couple i do have a final question for the group which is if pittsburgh were a mocktail What would it be or what would go in it? And um, I'm thinking that in homage to our past, back when Pittsburgh was this smoggy industrial city, it's got to have a little liquid smoke in there. Mm, I love that
3: idea. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, So I'd love to take you guys down a little like history rabbit hole with me. Um, I was going to suggest a mocktail that plays on a cocktail that was actually born in our region. Have any of you heard of the fuss fungal?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> no, and I don't think you want to evoke fungus in your right. <laughs> drink title, but... Well, I
3: think, I don't know, I think it's a great name. It definitely <laughs> caught my eye when I was reading about it. Um, you know, prepping for this conversation, I did a little digging into a Pittsburgh's boozy past, and I found out that this cocktail was invented in McKeesport in 1902, mm. and it actually had a lot of influence on cocktail culture all over the country. What's the, what's the drink? So it tastes like a sweeter old-fashioned. It has like pure spirits, often a rye whiskey. Uh, people will use water, burned brown sugar, and molasses. Sounds and, yummy. Yeah, and though the modern-day version um, can use maple syrup, and the concoction was invented by Slavic people, and because it was highly Alcoholic, it apparently caused a lot of fights in church. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my the goodness. drinks. The drink was made uh, like pre-batched because they were frugal and they made liquor um, by the gallon. Um, it's funny because the mayor of McKeesport tried to persuade his parishioners to avoid the drink and instead in gin, uh, I guess because it was like less alcohol. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Some people swore it off um, and took like official oaths, uh, but that didn't stop the fuss. That's bum- how you know you had a bad night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but that didn't stop the fuss fungal from becoming a nationally popular drink. Um, some say its popularity was actually compared to absinthe. Ooh! During that time, yeah.
2: So it was really trending. Um, so how do we bring this like to the modern day and make it a mocktail?
3: Well, I found a recipe for an old fashioned mocktail, and they use black tea to replace the whiskey. Mm. So I thought that would be a good idea. Mm. I saw I saw a post from. Um
1: I don't know, somebody that I follow on Instagram and they had a little can of an alcoholic free old fashioned yeah. from Open Road. Yeah,
3: you can act yep, you can get those at Open Road, which we talked about earlier. So if you don't wanna make it, go ahead there. But um so I think like first things first, you gotta get a proper glass because if we're drinking a mocktail, we want to feel fancy. <laughs> so get a lowball rocks glass, um, something sturdy, and then add an orange peel, orange bitters. Then muddle that together with some burnt brown sugar, molasses, mm. or or you could opt for the maple syrup. Um, you just really want that sweet, like that deep sweet flavor, mm-hmm. and then pour in your chilled black tea. Top it with a cherry for garnish, and voila, you have a spirit-free fuss <laughs> I think
1: I, I'm going to make
2: that. Yeah. I'm team burnt brown sugar because then we get that smoky taste. Then we get that, you yeah. know, real industrial, uh there we you know, go. full
3: circle. If anyone listening has a favorite mocktail in Pittsburgh, please let us know.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Send it to us at pittsburgh at citycast.fm.
2: Yeah, or if you make this one, send us
3: a picture.
1: A little more news before you go. Chris Letang of the Pittsburgh Penguins is recovering from a recent stroke he suffered on Monday. This is the second stroke that the defenseman has had. Back in 2014, he was out for two months, and he's out indefinitely right now while he heals. Mayor Ed Ganey announced the Americans with Disability Act coordinator will be in the mayor's office. Ganey says that by moving the ADA coordinator up in city government, it will lead to a more accessible Pittsburgh. And Allegheny County is losing some free COVID testing sites. The county is shutting down their third-party-run COVID testing centers by the end of the year. Officials say that because case numbers and hospitalizations are falling and availability of at-home tests are on the rise, it doesn't make sense to continue to provide the service. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you got a little buzz of inspiration from this episode, show us what you come up with at CityCast Pittsburgh on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to our morning newsletter because that's how we found most of these places anyways, thanks to Francesca. And we'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then.
0: Yeah, if you become a fussfingle fanatic. Fussfung. Fuss. <laughs> sounds like it's a shoe class <laughs> name. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> good it sounds like,
1: like good old like Kris but like good old
3: fussfingle. <laughs> <laughs>